Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rumor Mill Pod. I'm Lexi. And I'm Spencer. And today we have a very special guest. We are so incredibly excited to have her on the show today. Oh my God, the self-proclaimed RHOC COVID season 15 survivor. Please welcome the richest bitch in Newport, the Real Housewives of Orange County star, Elizabeth Vargas. Hi, how are you? Oh my gosh, I love the Vargas vodka. Self-promotion, yeah, well- right? Okay, so the housewives wouldn't let me, so I'm going to wear it everywhere either. I wear it like <laughs> Might as well. I have a Vargas vodka everywhere, but I'm like, <laughs> Thanks for coming on. I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. It's so good to meet you. To meet you guys as well. I'm in Washington State at my at my uh, my mom's house, so, you know. We're in the same state now. We're in the same state. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So how are you after everything that's gone on with everything in the press and all the news? How are you doing? Well, thank you for asking. You're actually the second publication that's asked me. Um, I am doing good considering. It it took me about, uh, it's been about a month um, to kind of recoup my life, um, to revamp and to restructure my company uh, as far as the marketing strategy, why I even did the show, you know, you reflect. And so I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm with my family, so it doesn't get any better than this. Oh, that's great. That's so exciting. And one of my favorite things is that last season, we got to call you the richest bitch in Newport, which (laughs) I don't know who made that up, but I love it. Are you really the richest bitch in Newport? Definitely not. The hot (laughs) box wife. There's, you know, there's so many extraordinary women in Orange County that when Shannon put that in my mouth, um, I was honored. So thank you, Shannon. (laughs) That's so perfect. On the same note as RHOC, I think all of us were kind of blindsided by the news that you weren't coming back. Did you have any idea that that was coming? Like, do you know why they didn't ask you back? What can you tell us? So, you know, as far as not coming back, um, I had mentioned this previously that I have a five-year contract and it was solidified with lawyers and it was very expensive to solidify that contract in the early beginning before I even started filming. Um, And so when I didn't hear from anybody and it had been a year and a half, we all kind of sat around, you know, I didn't travel, didn't do anything, played by other rules. Um, I just assumed I'd already had it. And then a week before I was let go, I got a call from my manager saying, you got it. Congratulations. This is awesome. Uh, So I was, I was very uh, excited. He's like, don't tell anybody. I was like, well, obviously not. Um, So throughout that weekend uh, before the following, I think it was Wednesday I was released. Um, I, I was preparing my home in the desert, telling my painters, I got to get everything done. We start filming July 15th, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I guess when the news hit the day that I was to be announced, I actually was released. Uh, needless to say, I was a little bit like, wait a minute. My first thought was what the fuck? (laughs) I'm like, but you know, it was damage control immediately. My mind went straight to company damage control, personal damage control, life damage control. So yeah. Yeah. That's blindsiding. I can't even imagine going from, oh yeah, you got it. I'm so excited to just kidding. There's nothing happening. That's crazy. That's insane. 
it's wow. it's like so I had heard that you had signed I think like a five year contract you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. How do they just if you sign that contract, then all of a sudden, what is there like a clause that says we can like disregard this go. at any time or like there's a clause on both ends. Oh, okay. But, you know, and what's you the point of the contract? Communicate <laughs> with you because you're supposed to communicate. Like, oh, by the way, you have this term. I'm sure you've prepared for it regarding everything in your life. Um, however, we're considering not having you back. So we want you to be prepared for that, but we may have you back. But I didn't know they could just not have you back. I had never been a housewife and I don't know the rules. I'm not like Bronwyn who researched it for 10 years and couldn't wait to get on the show. I'm like, okay, I just didn't just know. Didn't know. Yeah. In my yeah. world of business, you don't, absolutely don't treat your partners like that. You don't treat anybody that has a contractual obligation like that. Um, you communicate and there was absolutely zero communication. And I, I think that was that was something that um, I wasn't used to. I was disappointed in Bravo Evolution and I know they're purchased by MGM and mm-hmm. then some bigger wigs. So I really didn't know how to handle it because I'm just not used to that type of business deal. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, no, absolutely. <laughs> Well, so. the good news is you can definitely not do that on your own network with your own show or not maybe your own network, but yes. your own show when you're running it. Can you tell us anything about that? We've heard that you're working on something. Thank you. I am. Um, I'm a hustler and I don't just sit around and cry over spilled milk. Um, <laughs> so I just said, okay, what can I do now? You know, I have this We Care Rescue Ranch, which was the whole purpose of starting the vodka because it each bottle helps save the animals. I have the show, which I thought... Great, my second season, I'm prepared. I can advertise We Care Rescue Ranch. I could save some animals, this is amazing. Um, and so I had to do something because I don't need to live life for stress, I need to live life for others. And so I just didn't know how I was gonna do it. And I knew the universe was gonna figure it away. And then all of a sudden I got a call from a new network uh, owner, uh, an actual fa- owner of the network, um, two of them. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, not just executives, actual uh, owners. And That's incredible. Uh, that we loved you on the housewives your open and honesty and your realness and we'd love for you to um head up this idea we have uh with 200 million daily viewers wow oh my goodness is it like a network or a streaming service um what can you, what can i can't share? say it's both um Ooh. but i can't, I can't they, I, i'm not allowed to say yeah. yet but they're going to do a press release in new york um i may or may not be there um but as soon as they announce me then i can you know you can share it and be crazy. You're like, so I am exciting. not going to cry over the spilled vodka. I'm going to just I'm not move on. Cry over vodka. No. <laughs> Russian drink with milk, vodka. Uh, uh, white Russian. White Russian. White, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I would know that. I've never had one. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> How is your vodka, by the way? You launched a vodka business. I see you all the time on social media celebrating getting into different businesses. You were planning to share it on the show. And now, how are you doing? What, what's going on with the business? You know, the show was an uh, added benefit for marketing. You can't pay for that type of marketing. Mm-mm. And, you know, that many millions of viewers, all lushy drinking vodka sitting at home during COVID. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's um, the perfect deal, right? <laughs> it's like, whatever. What else are you going to do with your life after divorce? So right. go on the housewife. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I ended up launching the vodka. It took us a year to solidify the uh, distillery and the... Um, the pure seven times distilled grain vodka. It took us an entire year to come up with a formulation. Launched it on 12-20-2020 during COVID. was very proud Ooh. of that. I'm a numerology individual, which not a lot of people know. Um, and so I 
said, that's the number I'm gonna launch. So I busted my ass getting that thing launched and I did it. Um, and since then we've just been growing. We have over 200 salesmen on the ground in California selling to every single liquor store, grocery store, everywhere. But my wonderful new national distribution, which we're not on the ground yet nationally, however, we are online. So I was approached by a wonderful company called Liquor Stars, like Liquor Stars, like. <laughs> Uh, liquorstars.com and they said we can we have the, the national distribution that you need at the same price as if they were to buy it at the grocery store and we can deliver it to their house so wow. i was like yeah whatever sure <laughs> <laughs> so because i've been looking into that and nobody had that license yeah. so during covid they started i guess handing them out um so i signed with him and now he's on my uh, vargasvodka.com you just click on it and go straight to liquor stars and you can order it and he delivers it literally within 48 hours to your house so wow i just went national um the we care rescue ranch site just went up so i'm i'm on my way to i guess transitioning to this new positive side of my life which i knew i wanted i always wanted um and now i'm i'm getting there so which that's incredible. Is so, that's exciting. so exciting. And I was going to tell you with the rescue ranch, which is one of the first things I had heard about you when you came on the show, I think it was on the premiere that you were looking for a mm -hmm. property, this new show you're doing, whatever it is, I think it needs to be like this dramatic rescue ranch. It's like Vanderpump rules. You can have all these like fighting employees, but at the same time you're saving the dogs. And then like, you're up at the top in the balcony, like looking at everyone doing their work. I feel like it could well work. The show is not going to be, just so you know, about a rescue ranch. However, it will be about some of the most influential and positive people in the world. Ooh. And the interim, um, the, the what comes out of it is a percentage of all of the revenue coming in from the show is going to the rescue ranch. Oh, oh how sweet. ranch at the end. And you know, it's going to show each animal at the end, hopefully at the show, if the producers, you know, we all yeah. have this. Uh, but you know, there's also a couple shows coming out of this. So it's not just one, but yes. So. That's exciting. And how incredible too, that you can combine your passion with, and something that you're so good at entrepreneuring with something to actually make a difference. That's really yeah. beautiful. That's awesome. Well, and also crowdsourcing a show idea was really great because I'm taking yeah. those from my Instagram, literally showing them to some heavy hitter producers. So we're going to come up with some programming for these, for uh, these networks. There's actually quite a few of them that it's going to go on. Um, oh. yeah, I, 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 uh, I've got, I'm very blessed with what ha just happened. I wish I could say yeah. we'll definitely keep our eyes open besides doing all of that. Obviously you're working very hard, very busy. And besides throwing shade, keeping it real and drinking the Vargas vodka, what are you up to right now? Oh, well, right. This taking minute, a break, just general, like taking yeah, a break. 100%. I, actually had a hard time um, when I was released. I was looking at my surroundings and had to get away. Um, and I hadn't been traveling because I played by the rules, um, didn't do anything for my, you know. So I said, screw it. Uh, my brother, little Andrew, the one that was on the show, said, you are having, you need a moment. Um, yeah. I was disappointed. I was just, just sad. I was like, this is crazy. I let myself, I opened myself up to the world. And they're like, yeah, no, nah, never mind. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't get to know anybody. I didn't even get to go meet a producer. I didn't get a red carpet. I didn't get press. Nothing. Watch was, what happens live, BravoCon, like all that. It, yeah. I didn't watch what happens live, but Andy couldn't even remember my name. I had to remind him. Yeah. I didn't, you know, and I, I was so looking forward to meeting Andy and I, I, you know, it was just odd. Um, and so 
when they released me, I just said, well, I don't really feel like I was ever a housewife. So it wasn't depressing, mm -hmm. but it wasn't what I expected. I wanted fun yeah. after divorce and I got a nightmare, especially being cast with Bronwyn. So <laughs> it was just like this nightmare. Yeah. Like what is happening? We're supposed to be drunk women in a bar under, you know, drinking tequila with spanks on, not like this negative yeah. downer, you know, COVID show. And so um, it was what it was. And so now I, I took some moment to reflect on what had happened over that year, not just with the show, but with other people and everyone else's hardships and my family's hardships and COVID and the election year, Kobe dying. Oh my I mean, God. It's it an awful year. And now I'm up in Washington. I had bought a lake house for uh, my mother. And so we shared this family house now with the entire house family. Um, and I didn't realize this home was going to be so, um, healing for me so mm. i've been up here for a long time and i'm gonna be up here till the end of the month um Aww, i love that and being with family and you know my little nieces running around and all the incestual relationships going on in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is a reality show people no. <laughs> <laughs> you know i take life as a, as a big comedy show and um if you don't then it's too serious and you will you will fall so i yeah. just kind of okay Next. Move on. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And as you you mentioned that you got through your divorce, um, I hear that you're single now. You and Jimmy sadly separated, um, and coincidentally, now so is Bronwyn. So, are you guys going to be hitting up the OC dating scene together? No, but I might be hitting up her husband. <laughs> yeah, they're separating now. Which is... I'm, I'm kidding. I'm totally that would make for some <laughs> drama. Bronwyn just announced that they're separating. She's moving to Hawaii and she's taking the kids. Um, they're being sued for rent. eviction, <laughs> allegedly behind in their rent. Um, whew. speaking of Bronwyn, what was it like going into a show where, you, you know, it was during COVID and then you had kind of this darkness of somebody that was getting sober. Um, do you believe that Bronwyn was truly getting sober or like Kelly, do you believe it was more of a storyline? I believe that partway through her second, her, well, the off season after her first season, I believe that Bronwyn does have an inkling of morals and realized that she needed help. And mm. I do truly believe she was trying to get there, but thought also because of her narcissism, it was a way for her to elevate her fame. So instead of her utilizing her self-knowledge for sobriety, she utilized her self-knowledge to get sober for everybody else and not herself causing massive chaos. Um, and so I, I don't really think she did it the right way. I, I think she was definitely trying to get sober and I felt for her. That's why I tried to be her friend her and be friend with her. And that was a real try because no one liked her. I wasn't with her that first season. I thought, oh my God, I see this hurting, beautiful soul with all these children. And I wasn't even thinking of her, I was thinking of her kids. I'm like, if I could help her in any way, she could then help herself to help her children and her family. Mm. And it just didn't work out that way. Apparently she was backstabbing me the whole time. So I, I just, you know, that that woman, uh, I, I, my hands are up. <laughs> Another one of these. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of the great yeah. mysteries, I think. It's like, it's one of the great mysteries of like, how was Stonehenge built? How'd they build the pyramids? How did Bronwyn get two seasons and Elizabeth only got one? 
<laughs> that's my greatest mystery. When I get to heaven, I'll be like, God, can you answer this for me? But, like, well, <laughs> it's, it's funny because I actually own everything I say I own. I have everything I say I have. Like you can look it up all the deeds of everything. And yet they keep like people that I just, I thought it was about like reality and what you can create and fun and real women, not like, what can you fake that you have that we can use? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. What? Right. So I was disappointed um, throughout the season understanding that, uh, but it is television, guys. It's showbiz, so it's it's called uh, you know reality for a reason. I think it's mm. edited reality, but it is. What it's it is. all smoke and mirrors. No, a lot. It's definitely real. No, yeah, it's reality. It's just the way that the, there's not as much drama. They have to create it. And I think Bronwyn mm. took, tried to take the producer position and tried and create more drama than it should have. It was just too dark. Understandable. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Were you surprised to learn that not only you and Bronwyn, but also Kelly was let go? Were you surprised by the three of you being cut? I was surprised at the dynamic of the duo, of the trio. Um, mm. Because, okay, Kelly, I thought she's great TV. Oh my gosh. She's television gold. Like she brings the numbers in. Yeah. He says that all the time. She disagrees. I, that's my point. You know, and no one, people love to hate. It's like, really, you're going to let go of your gold, who you're going to bring in. Yeah. Um, and so they, you know, and then Bronwyn, I totally got, because she had some dark secrets in, in the back scene that she needed to be let go. And I think that if I was a network owner, I would see the liability with Bronwyn and what was happening with her family. And I would not want to part of, be a part of that. And, and yeah, mm -mm. I could just see the lawsuits coming in. I, I, I could see Bronwyn's family having a major crisis and them being in the middle of something that they should never have been in the middle of in the first place. They should have let her go right away. Season one. Mm -hmm. um, so I understand why they let her go. But for me, I, uh, I didn't quite understand it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was the easiest to let go. And I think the network made the right decision to revamp. I, I think Andy was smart. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't great for me, but I, they did the right thing. And this new cast is, is going to, I'm sure they're, especially this Noella chick. <laughs> I can't Yeah. What do you, what do you think about the new cast? So you said you're excited for the reboot. Do you think that the season 16 cast is going to make the viewers happy? Cause we know Heather's coming back. Yes. Noella, who's Bronwyn's best friend. No, that was shady. The producer. She was never Bronwyn's friend. Um, she was she was brought in from Vicky. Oh, Vicky's friend. And then you know, Noelle's been wanting to be on the show just like Bronwyn forever. So she then went to she saw Bronwyn was Vicky was out and Bronwyn was on. So then she went from Vicky oh. to Bronwyn. See, it's almost like Housewives is like this big huge thing now, and you're not going to be able to cast anybody that hasn't seen the show or doesn't want to be on the show. Yeah, so it's want to be on the show. Well, no, I mean, like, like someone like Bronwyn who watched it for 10 years, who knows the game versus someone like you who comes in and it's like, we're just having fun. Right. Well, so well, it's the same as Bronwyn. They got along because they, they both have this infatuation with housewives. And you know what? If you want to be famous, I can't believe how many people know me from this show. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I'm, I'm in Chelan, Washington. Yeah. I'm at the airport. People are like, oh my God. Are you living? Oh, is that you or me? Oh, sorry, that's my mom. No, you're good. Let me just delete her. No worries. No worries. Oh, sorry, my mom's. No, you're good. So you gotta love you gotta love the mom. Oh yeah, no, I was at the airport. And I mean, people are like, oh my god, you're the house. I'm like, you watch it? You know? And then I'm literally in Chelan eating ice cream with my niece. And this woman, she's wonderful, walks up, she goes, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bother you. I'm like, this is so weird. 
<laughs> so apparently if you want to be famous, join the Housewives because everybody watches it. Get on reality That's TV. Awesome. And- Good to know. And yeah. Heather's coming back. I, I said that that I mentioned that Heather was coming back. She was on the show for a long time. I don't know if you know Heather or not. No, um, I but I love what I do know of her. I don't, Kelly apparently hates her. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't, I've never watched a show with her. Uh, I was interviewed by another group and they told me that she was on in earlier seasons. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back and watch it just so I know who she is. I know she has real money, which is great. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I think she's, uh, you know, her husband's on television. She knows how to work it. She can, yeah. And her and Noella. Noella's, oh. they're all going to hate her. <laughs> you think? Oh, she showed up on social media with stiletto heels, red, white, and blue lingerie outfit with white <laughs> socks. Oh my God. Like, I love it. Friend. <laughs> this is not making sense to me. <laughs> well, that's, and that's so funny is that is, is like, I've heard a little bit that the cast isn't super excited for Heather to come back because she does have real money. And that yeah, I don't, you, you didn't watch the show, but her and Shannon had like crazy stuff going on. She accused Shannon. Really? Of, oh, I, she accused Shannon of during their season of having a psychotic break. So there's a lot that went on. Yeah. Who knows? yeah <laughs> y'all have to catch up on there no speaking Um, of shannon though do you going back to rhfc do you think that shannon actually called gina's house sad or do you think that bronwyn made that up you know i wasn't there i can see these girls know how to try and bring drama so i can see people making up like i know i didn't say i was richest bitch in orange county so i i know that that was made up and i was like I told other people kind of, you know, impressed that I was chosen from Shannon. <laughs> Cause I love Shannon. Yeah. It's kind of an honor. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, she made something up for me. I made my stamp in life. <laughs> um, so I can see how Shannon might say something to cause a little bit of a shit storm, but really not mean it, but just kind of accidentally say it. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, but then again, Brown and I can always, she's so full of shit that I, you know, she could have made it up. Well, and that's the I thing is no, that. I have no idea. No, none of us know. None of us were there. So. No. And, and it, going back to the reunion, um, we all know the whole Shannon told Bronwyn that, you know, the whole offering drugs thing to her daughter. And oh, that and, was, I can't believe that. I mean, that, yeah, that was insane. And now. Do you, like because now Bronwyn's backtracking and she's like, you know what? I don't remember that. Shannon doesn't remember that. And now she, I don't know if you've seen this, but she like has retracted her apology and thinks that oh, Shannon made it up. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, uh, uh-uh, no, absolutely zero chance because I know Bronwyn from behind this rope, and <laughs> I tell you what, she is, uh, she is uh, definitely, definitely capable capable of being wasted drunk and trying to be cool and hip with the young mm. people and you know she's always trying to be cool to everybody trying to be everything to everybody and when she sees young people around i know that she and her husband had some weird sex things going on i know that she's just bizarre and i could totally see her doing that and not remembering it because she blacked out all the time it's yeah. terrifying, and honestly terrifying to think about. Bronwyn, with, with that whole scandal, why do you, and, and aside from that, why do you think that she also tried to get into contact with your ex-husband 
during filming and she tried to dig up dirt about you like with your house why was she coming after you if you were trying to be her friend because people love to hate those they are most envious of Ooh. Ooh. Put, the, put it on a t-shirt no everyone wants to your rental yeah. <laughs> we can maybe make some money so you can pay your no legendary. Allegedly, you gotta I say still allegedly. I'm with Ronwin because you know she really. Mike's husband and I had a great relationship till she came along, and really a bunch of crap during my divorce. It was just uncalled for, unprofessional, on everything, and from another woman to another woman. Her posting women supporting women. I want to be like, really, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> woman supporting herself. <laughs> None of us have anything to do with your life. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's you didn't deserve that. That's just that's just awful. And especially during the divorce, it's like you're already going through that, and then you have somebody that's trying to dig up dirt with it and make it worse. Imagine getting stepped on. Okay, you're now your head's on the ground. You just got beat up, and then somebody else comes along and just tries to bury it in the dirt just to get it in a little bit more. And you're just like, this isn't. Wait a minute. Who yeah. are you? Why are you in my divorce? <laughs> you think there's somebody? You think there's somebody who might be able to, to you know, might extend a hand to help, and then they just slap you across the face with it, like, yeah. yeah. And, and I was upset with the producers for trying to, you know, the whole world thought she was there to save me, and they didn't even show the part where she wasn't. They just showed me opening up to her. They didn't show how it ended up that way. Oh, on the hike, the trail. Yeah. When you guys, can were you on? share that with us? You know, okay, so there was a lot going on preliminarily with the whole Bronwyn thing. And I w- couldn't understand why they kept trying to put us together. Like, I I, I knew that Bronwyn needed a she friend. She needed a friend, yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you know. But there was, there was a lot of, you know, you're a liar, we don't understand you going on. So rumor has it that allegedly Bronwyn, um, my ex-husband had allegedly told... <laughs> Bronwyn about some of my history and Bronwyn then told the producers and they were trying to get it out of me and so they knew that that would be great drama allegedly you know I wasn't on the phone calls I don't know but I decided to tell my story before any of them thought they could tell it and Bronwyn could get famous over it so I wow uh, and I and I want to be like hey Bronwyn you were there when I exposed my life you're welcome (laughs) that's like that's That's so dirty though that's awful I'm so sorry that happened to you wow i will never forgive uh, i i i just you just can't you just yeah and you don't have to people in life try and bury you and try and use you and that was a lesson to me that i will never let somebody like that ever use me again and and Mm -hmm. i've been used a lot and i thought i was growing out of it until that situation as an adult i couldn't believe i couldn't see it coming and when I was slammed on international television, I'm like, <laughs> is I I was devastated. And so I've learned, and it was it was a good thing, but it was something that I'm going to watch out for uh, with really evil people. Um, there's evil in this world for sure. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's just insane. If you don't mind, we have a little game we'd like to play with you on a weird transitional lighter note, if that's okay. <laughs> Let's let's get out of this. So we're going to go through each of your co-stars. And when you hear their name, blurt out the first word that comes to mind. Good, bad, ugly, great. Okay. Okay. Ready? Emily. Nice. Gina. Crazy. 
<laughs> Kelly. Whack. Shannon. <laughs> Mama Bear. And Bronwyn. Narcissist. And maybe Andy. Was Andy's not really your co-star, but you met him. What it like what was your impression from Andy? Oh, I can't say that first word. Um, my first, uh, my first word for Andy would be, um, interesting. I, 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 I get the feeling that maybe he passed you over a little bit because it was like, well, you're just kind of there and it's COVID and I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter though. You always have to show any guests that you have decent respect. (laughs) No, he, he did. Yeah, he did. A lot of housewives. It wasn't that he disrespected me at all. I was hoping because of COVID, I didn't even get to meet anybody. When I did finally see him, I was hoping he'd be like, hey, thanks for doing the best you can for my TV show during COVID because I know it sucks for you. He didn't say anything. He was like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so (laughs) next. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I did mention Shannon and I wanted to ask you, we talked about Shannon a little bit ago, but there have been and you were only there for one season, so you only know what you know, but there have been rumors for years that Shannon is like super manipulative behind the scenes, kind of like Bronwyn. She likes to work as a producer and then to your face, she's really nice behind the scenes. She's super manipulative. Did you witness any of that? You know, I don't think so. I think that that is a misconception with, I think she probably used to be when she was with that, the three, what do they call it? Trace Amigas. That's what Tamara said about her. Yeah, I, I think she might have been with them because they were very much so producers, um, mm-hmm. from what I was told. Um, so, you know, people rub off on you. But when she was by herself, for me, my impression of her was that she she was actually a totally different person than everyone else said. I liked her a lot. She was a mom. She took care of her kids. She had her dog. She, you know, she loved her boyfriend. And, you know, she was, a, you know, drinking a lot. And that is, you know, it is what it is. You know, yeah. <laughs> Bronwyn was like, I think you're an alcoholic too. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, then we're all alcoholics, Bronwyn. <laughs> yeah. And you're all racist and you're I'm all sorry. like, yeah. I love that, that I heard a vodka line and Bronwyn's a sober line. <laughs> <laughs> here, would you like to try something? Yeah. I swear it's alcohol free. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no. Um, but I think Shannon is, mis- the misconception with Shannon is that she used to be that way. I think she's completely a changed different person when she's not influenced by the other ladies. Yeah. That's what Tamara said about her way back in the day, which there are whispers that she's coming back maybe as a friend next season. Have you ever met Tamara or even like Vicky? Do you know them? Oh, I wish. You would have been great with them. Ah, See, that's, I told, I was like saying if I could have come back this year with this cast, I mean, these are my peeps. Like, this is like, you know, they're just the right people. And yeah. so I never got to work with Tamara Vicky. And I, I just, when I was watching the first show of every season, they were always highlighted um, right when I got hired. And I was like, oh my God, these are amazing. When then I was told I'm not working with them, I was bummed. So I did order Tamara's when I was researching her. She has a CBD called Venice CBD and mm-hmm. I had trouble sleeping. So I thought, well, I'll just buy it because I just started taking CBD. I don't smoke weed, I don't do drugs, I don't do anything. So I was like, yeah, let's try it, you know? (laughs) And so I did, and it really helped me. So I reached out to her on Instagram and I said, hey, I just want to let you know, I I bought your 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 Venice CBD and it works amazing and none of them have ever worked. And she says, thank you. Let me, she actually replied and said, thank you. If you need anything else, let me know. She didn't know me. Wow. Um, So I immediately respected her her business sense um, because it gave 
with your, your users is very important. So I was like, wow, this woman knows what the fuck she's doing. So, um, so that was that. And then throughout the season, we connected on Instagram, we were going to have lunch and then the drama happened and Brahman tried to befriend her and Brahman ruined that moment for us. Um, cause you know, Brahman does that when she hears Brahman's <laughs> talking to me, she's like, ah, fuck her. Elizabeth's fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just want to have lunch with you. I a girl. <laughs> You know, her tits, you know, everywhere in every hot tub. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so I didn't get to see her tits. Damn it. <laughs> One day, someday. One day, maybe I'll have my own show called Ex Wives Housewives. Yeah, see, there you, you know, go. Housewives. Tell all. So, something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> when they retire from RHOC, they go to my show, and it's like, what are they doing now? And the I would ex- actually pay them. <laughs> Gee, oh, my goodness. You're right, you're right. So, you know, you, you did your 16 episodes and you had mentioned that you were on the, the hike with Bronwyn and, and she tried to kind of get your story out of you. Um, looking back, are you happy that that's out or would you have preferred it not at all have been on TV? Well, that's an interesting question. I would prefer it to never have been on television. However, I do feel now that I've reflected and gone to some therapy, <laughs> that um, it was the right time for it to come out. Um, The universe is very strange. Um, I was, and I didn't even know I was hurting from it. Um, So I guess it was was good that it came out, even though I've been dealing with the aftermath of social media and my family, you know, I didn't go on there hoping to hurt my father's side of the family, you know, with the church and- yeah, the cult. You know, I kind of caused like, you know, this side and this side. You know, I, I didn't mean any of that, but it's my story and it happened to me. It didn't happen to them. I did yeah. some of them, but not what happened to me happened to me. And and if it's my choice for it to come out the way it did, it, it just did. And they asked me, did you mean it? And I'm like, no, I didn't mean to slam my family on television. It happened. And that doesn't no. seem like your style anyway. No. no. And, uh, yeah. No. And and you have been very respectful about, you know giving details out about, you know, that your grandmother led this church and that there was an FBI raid and that a lot, you, you went through a lot and you still managed to get to Newport beach and have this perfect house and this perfect life. And then to have that come out, um, do you, would you have looking back if Bronwyn hadn't have done that and it hadn't have come out, do you think that you would have ever spoken about it? Like written like this amazing memoir or do you think that this is something that you would have like never spoken about ever? That is an excellent question. To answer that correctly, yes, eventually it was going to come out in order to help others. Mm. I had this entire life plan because the only way I could justify what had happened to me was to think it must have happened. So I'm there to help other little girls or help other little boys or help other little kids through this situation. And I couldn't understand why, you know, I used to say God, but now I just say the universe, but would do this to me. And why now I'm being blessed with all these, I have had a lot of stuff happen in my life, but I've always thought positive and I never knew why I was so positive. Um, And eventually, you know, I always, every time I see a shooting star, I'd say, you know, what's my wish? My wish is to be happy, to be able to help others. Every single time. It's never changed my whole life. And I'm very old. So it's like, you know, <laughs> it's kind of been a long, <laughs> it's like, doing like 
<laughs> so, um, you know, I, I knew it was going to come out. I didn't know how. I would never have thought it this way, but I had to sit back and say, well, here we go. <laughs> and so this is how it came out. And now I can build upon this foundation with my next show. And it's not about me. It's not about the cult, the show. It's about others. And now I get to start showing the world how wonderful people can be and how unique individuals are, how you can become a, uh, instead of a victim, a survivor of your own circumstance, whether it be a horrific circumstance or just a circumstance. So I'm very blessed, but it was not planned whatsoever. <laughs> Especially the housewives. I'm like, what? <laughs> to distinguish you from Bronwyn, you are not the victim of the people and the circumstances around you. No. You're the victor. Thank you. I didn't think about it. Oh, you're word. the victor. You're not the victim. Like I, you know, there are some people that like to be the victim and then there are some people that like to get out of it and help people. Yeah. Um, which well, is great. Right. Yeah. Um, there was actually, I forgot to ask you when we were talking about Kelly, um, Kelly had posted screenshots of her texts with Bronwyn that Bronwyn had kind of oh. contacted her and been like, Hey, I know we've been through a lot and, you know, trying to be really nice. Okay. And Kelly like slammed back of like, we were both fired from the show because of you. Oh. <laughs> Do you think that Bronwyn's whole storyline that season also resulted in Kelly being knocked down? Or... Oh, oh, you think so? Because she, Bronwyn brought out such negativity in all of us. I mean, I'm talking misery loves company. And so she, Kelly is, uh, she likes to react versus respond to things, as you know. We know. No. <laughs> thinking, she's like puking, but whatever. Yeah. I love her for it. Yeah. Um, and so Bronwyn would just, eh, eh, eh. when someone's hitting you in the gut, think of, okay, think of PMS, okay? Oh, <laughs> You know, you got this thing and this is like, okay, you just feel like you're just a night, you're going through a nightmare and then it's over. That was Bronwyn and Kelly. They were one big fat vagina. PMS <laughs> thing every five seconds. And finally Kelly just blew up, you know? And it caused Kelly to really go crazy because she was with this person calling her racist and, and calling her names and being mean to her, this mean girl all season that Kelly's meanness, it wasn't Rick. Oh, she's dating a Republican, it's Rick. No, it was that anger and resentment towards these two that was just making this explosion. And so um, luckily, you know, Bravo put a tampon in and got rid of Bronwyn. And you know, <laughs> the analogy. Oh and, 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 and she did that to Kelly and Emily. I remember it was brought up that and, she and, and you and Shannon that you, you all weren't there taking photos at the marches they were having, but she was the one who hired the professional photographer to get the photo like it's just like I it's like mind games like how did you, I, I wouldn't even know how to deal with that well first off okay priorities are wrong instead of hiring a photographer how about pay your rent you know I, I'm sorry instead of you know not knowing how to do laundry and hiring a housekeeper try and do your own laundry take care of your own you know instead of trying to be something you're not try and be something you are and then grow from there she never knew how to do that and, and I don't know, I couldn't help her. I just tried to tell her, I even was gonna take her to my financial guy, teach her how to do finances. I'm like, you know, I have a, a great CPA and a, a great financial advisor. Everybody could teach you how to run your books. And she just didn't care. And she's like, I need to learn because I'm, you know, Sean and I never make it. And I'm like, well, let me help you. And she just was fake. Like she didn't want anything. She just said she did. And so between Kelly and Shannon and, 
and uh, you know, Gina especially, and Emily and myself, none of us could help this broken woman. And um, it was sad for all of us. And then for her to attack us all, when we were all just kind of trying to be there, we were just lost for words. And we thought this is not how the housewife should be. So we didn't even like how the producers were producing the show. We, we all knew this was gonna happen. We all knew from the beginning, half of us were gonna get axed. Oh my God, that's crazy. Wow. Go, go get them team. <laughs> like go give us a great show, but also just know that half of you are probably not gonna be here next time. Anyway, action. Like- action. <laughs> that's why Kelly hated her the whole season. Cause she knew, and, and Kelly's smart in her, you know, women, we have intuition and men, you know, but we have some good intuition and Kelly's like, something's wrong here. And, and sure enough, it was so. Wow. That's crazy. That like changes my whole perspective on like the whole season almost. That's craziness. Well, now you know. It's just exhausting. The tea spilled the tea for us today. Oh my goodness. Of course, we all know that you made your money the old fashioned way by marrying it and then making more, which is a brilliant tagline, by the way. Did you have any other taglines in the works that you didn't get to use? Or that you would have used? Let me open that up for you. My God, I'm ready. Uh, Let's see, wait, taglines. Oh, uh, from rags to riches, bitches, I'm here to stay. (laughs) Ooh, that's good. Um, uh, You uh, you better buckle up, bitches. I go from zero to 100, no time flat. That was okay. But, you know, I like the Ferrari. Yeah, with the Ferrari. (laughs) Um, um, On the journey of life, I really look in the rearview mirror. Um, That's a great one. That's another car one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the OC, it's cheaper to keep her. Just ask my ex. <laughs> oh, oh see. stop. That's so good. <laughs> Another one. In, this is the best one. This is my VIP one. Why settle for half when you can have it all? Ooh. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. Those are so good. I divorced well, so I those were always kind of pertaining to. Is it harder to divorce a billionaire or be a real housewife? Uh, be a real housewife. Oh, <laughs> damn! Um, <laughs> you mean a real housewife, Orange County, or a real housewife as in a real housewife? Like reality. Like, was it easier oh, to, to oh, separate oh. or be on the show? You know, I think they. I think be on the show was harder uh, because I, you know, I, they kept pushing me to be like this money person, all this stuff that I didn't really want to exploit. And when I was going through my divorce, I just had to be myself and go through it. And it was just me all the way. The show was me too, but I would never have talked about all that stuff, money and all that crap. So it was harder to kind of get out of my shell and be that way and carry Louis. I I don't even barely wear, like I wore this for you. I don't wear jewelry. I'm like, I don't have any earrings that match. I'm like, does that look good? I talked to my niece. She's like, well, you look fabulous. You look fabulous. So it was definitely harder to put makeup on and hair and extensions and, and then have to go out and look like a housewife in Orange County because they expected that. Oh, yeah. You know? And so I just kind of, when I got released, I'm like, screw it. Where's my sweat? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Give me, give me my, uh, my sweat outfits. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, to wrap up, is there anything else that you wish, you know, you could have shown on the show? Anything you want to say? Anything you want to plug? What would you like to, to tell of everybody watching? 
Um, I would love to tell you that We Care Rescue Ranch is doing amazing. We just were certified for a 501c3 nonprofit. So now I'm able to accept donations as a write-off to you. What I would have loved to show on the show is segments of me saving some animals and making a difference in my in my environment and in my society in Newport Beach, um, which I hope to still do and I still am doing. So to answer your question, um, I would have loved to have shown people the softer side of life and the more positive things that Orange County women do do, because um, we do a lot to help our environment. Wow, that's See, amazing. Uh, oh and my you goodness. can do that on your new show. Yes, 100%. You do it. I'll say Newport Beach, if there's anywhere in the world I can move to right now would be Newport Beach. Thank you. I love Newport Beach. My, my family, we have, um, the, the Marriott coastal villas down by the beach. We have a timeshare and we go there like every year. Oh, I know when you get in there, it's like, it's just (sighs) relaxation station. Yes. And we want to let you know that when we become of age, you know what we're going to be drinking. Oh yeah. My Vargas. birthday shot is going to be, it's going to be Vargas vodka. I've already decided. Thank you. I will send you some. Well, I didn't realize that I told all the bloggers I was going to send them a package. I realized none of you guys are over 21. <laughs> my, my partner's like, I know that happened. I, the, the woman Lisa in Salt Lake from, city, yeah. Lisa Barlow, do yeah. you know her from the rest? Yeah. She has I a know. tequila company. She has a tequila company called Vita Tequila and we love Lisa Barlow. We were, we were going to interview her and we're going to figure that out. But the first time that she ever messaged me, she was like, Hey, we need to get you some Vita, you know, for the premiere of Salt Lake city. And oh, I thought, God. do I say yes? Cause I want it. Like, and I'll just keep it. Or do I say no? As sweet as it would be. It was like how awful for her. If she found out, like well, not yeah. if she found out, she would lose her company. That's why I can't donate right now. I can't hand out vodka to anybody. They actually have to physically buy it. And I'd love to be able to give and bucket everybody, but I, it's a, such a strict regulated product that you just, it's not like it's a seltzer beer, you know, it's actually yeah. vodka. So yeah. yeah. Oh, and here's my, here's my little niece. She's back there. Oh, yeah. hello. <laughs> Hi. Here's my dog. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Great interview. Thank, thank you. I appreciate you. that. All right. It's been a pleasure. Yes. We'll be looking out for you. Okay, great. Thanks you guys. I appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Bye. Oh my God. I love her. She is amazing. I am honestly so sad. She's not coming back next season. I know, but I'm excited for her new show. Like she's got her new show and she's got her vodka and she's got her rescue ranch and like, she's got so much going on, but like she had one season and it was during COVID. It wasn't fair. Justice for Elizabeth Vargas. Just like on our TV screens. Really? Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this interview as much as we did. If you want to get more from us, you know where to check us out. Yes. Every Friday we release new episodes wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. You can subscribe at the rumor mill you can also follow us on instagram at the rumor mill pod you can follow us on twitter at trm updates and you can even follow us on tiktok at the rumor mill thank you so much again for tuning in thank you elizabeth for coming on and we will see you guys back here next week